millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome back, everybody, to Caravan of Garbage, where we're talking RoboCop, or some people call him Robot Cop. Nobody calls him that. Some people do. At least one person we both know does that. Please leave a like on this video. <laughs> Is this our most pointed Passag subtweet yet on, a, on so. a video? Okay, well, <laughs> cop that guy who's never going to listen to this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's me. Oh, yeah, it's I'm you. the guy. Okay, right. Now, off the success of the first RoboCop, obviously there was franchise potential in that. Mm-hmm. The studio recognised it. Toy companies recognised oh, it. Oh, toy potential, yes, please. Video game companies recognised mm. it. And people who make sequels, which is the movie company, we'll circle, we're circling back. Okay. They recognised it. Oh, yeah, what'd they do about it? Well, they thought, let's RoboCop 2. Oh, let's RoboCop 2. Yeah. And initially they're like, maybe RoboCop 2, T-O-O question mark? <laughs> Maybe one of those, because it was that it was the era for that, wasn't I it? I like it, I like it. Robocop 2. Mm. But then they were like, nah, just a number. Just would be the good. number's fine. Mm. Now, I think this is it's alright. It's it's it is alright. Yeah. You're not wrong. Uh, I, I don't know if you know this, James, but if you go to IMDB, mm. they have a list of plot keywords okay. for every movie, and you can tick whether they're helpful or not. Mm-hmm. So here we go, James. You ready? I'm ready. Child swearing. Yep. Very helpful. Big tick. Mm. Uh no title at beginning. Impossible to know, isn't it? I didn't know. Uh, Number three, Robocop character. Now, one person has said that's helpful, (laughs) and three people have said child swearing is helpful. (laughs) That's pretty good. Actress reprises previous role, certainly. Mm. Nancy Allen's back with a fresh new hair. Underused. A fresh new haircut. No, the haircut's great. She is underused, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, she's been pushed to the background. Uh, I'll just give you a couple more. Mm -hmm. United States of America. Perfect. Very helpful. Cyborg versus Cyborg. Mm -hmm. Dead boy. (laughs) <laughs> what? And boy killed. Oh, yeah. And this one says, just says bust, <laughs> which is true, but not as true as the previous one. Bust. I'll buy that for a dollar, you know what I oh, mean, Oh, I get you. <laughs> I thought, like, because, you know, he's a he's a twitching puppet for a Oh, yeah, this. okay. Oh, he's a bust, like a bust yeah. of, like the bust of Mozart or whatever in uh, in Bruce Wayne's uh, drawing exactly. room. Exactly. That's really interesting. I bet if you did open his head, there'd be a button on the neck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it, what's interesting is I... When I was a kid, I taped this movie off the TV. Yeah. And uh, I, I wore that tape out, mm-hmm. enjoyed the heck out of it. You put a leash around it and you ran it around the park. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's right. And if I was really good, my parents would let me have a real pet. <laughs> but uh, let me tell you this, having rewatched this now as an adult, boy, that TV version, they really cut some stuff out. Speaking of child swearing. Um, Does a kid die in the version you saw? Yeah, but he's not like riddled with bullets. Okay. 
They just um, find him yeah, yeah, yeah. dead. Yeah, that's right. Uh, there's uh, there's there's fewer slurs in, okay, in my yep. version on VHS. Sure. Uh, they absolutely cut out that bit where a, a sniper gets shot right through the eye. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's right? a good bit. That's something you yeah. want to see as a kid. Hmm. Well, I was going to say, what's interesting about this is this is this is a movie that you know would have been a big mainstream title back in the day. Yeah, and it has some stuff you would never see. In a mainstream title now, like, absolutely not. Like there's cops getting riddled with bullets and blown up. Yep. The, at one point, just a couple of TV news reporters get shot. <laughs> yeah. And in in a in a modern day blockbuster, there would be some ADR where they just go, "Are you all right? Yeah, I'm fine." Or they wouldn't do it. They wouldn't do it at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, obviously, the people behind these movies. If we can circle back to the movie studios who make these, oh yeah, I've heard of them. They also realised that after this movie. Mm. Considering what came next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also think as a result of all that and how violent it is and, you know, the slurs and the kid murder and whatever, there's a lot of subtlety that's lost here. Mm. Like the messaging is too heavy handed. The new OCP flag, it's just a Nazi flag. Yeah. uh You know, the crime reports, they're not funny. They're just kind of ludicrous. Yeah, you're absolutely right. This one is, I understand what they were going for. Yeah. And I think as a kid, I thought a lot of it was very funny. But mm. but compared to the first one, it is quite kind of ham-handed. Yeah. Like there's, you know, there's ads for that um, the Magnavolt, the, yeah. the, uh, the car security system that electrocutes the car thief to death. And it's got that guy. It's got the guy who plays Lex Luthor's dad in Smallville. Lionel Luthor. That's and right. he voices the Riddler. What's his name? It's on screen, probably. Yep. John yep. Glover. John Glover. Yes. Nice. I thought he was going to pop up again. Mm. He's the Floronic Man in Batman and Robin. He's Gremlins 2 CEO. Oh my God, he is. This guy's everywhere. I guess what I would have loved to have seen from this is that it's Aliens to Alien, it's Terminator 2 to Terminator 1, and it's it's just not in that kind of way. And I'll tell you one thing that even as a kid I noticed, and I, I did not care for it, it feels like even before the sequence where Robocop is torn to pieces and put back together, it feels like at the start of the movie he got reset to factory settings. Yes. Because at the end of the first one, the old man from OCP says, hey, what's your name? And he goes, Murphy. And he's got his personality back. Mm. And, he's a, and he's a man. He's a man again. And it's like, well, how's he going to reckon with that and still being on the police force? And how's that going to go? And I guess they just went, no, he's just a cold, unfeeling robot again. And he's just kind of yeah. weird. Like it's better for the plot if he's inhuman and robotic, but he has memories of his family and he wants to go back and terrorise them. That's interesting because, like, there's a lot of that that is explored early on. Mm. Like, he's visiting them. She comes to visit him. He basically tells her, even though it seems not to be true, that he's more of a homage Mm. to the memory of Murphy. That's right. You know, I'm a a bust. I'm a homage, baby. I'm a bust. Think of me as somebody taking the face of your dead husband and stretching it over a robot. I mean, sure, we could have made him look really cool and handsome and charismatic, <laughs> you know, for the public. But let's make... We, we, they decided to make him a freak, yeah. you know, to honour your husband. But I think that's a very interesting narrative. And they do explore that in the reboot, mm. which we'll get to. But they don't... It doesn't go anywhere. At the end, he's like, well, we're only human or whatever. Mm. And that's just kind of it, really. Like, I think in a lot of this... He's purposefully hiding his humanity from everybody around him because it's upsetting to him and probably to them. Mm. But also he might not be. (laughs) Yeah. But again, never really resolved. I think they were too excited to do the plot, which is basically what if Robocop versus Ed 209, but Ed 209 wasn't useless. Yeah, absolutely. Which is a solid idea. Okay, so look, I think Peter Weller, incredible. Mm. Still brings all of that. The suit is now constructed purely of fiberglass, which means he had more freedom in terms of movement and Mm. easier to get in and out of. How do you feel now that it's 
It, it looks kind of faker that it's bluer though, right? Look, I think we didn't in the in the last video. I don't think we really got across how iconic the suit is. Well, this is about Robocop 2, so mm. I don't know if that's something we can circle back to. I don't to. think we can then. Okay, well, whatever. You know. <laughs> but you're right. What a design, right? It is. Bl- it, they, they've made it blue now, uh, which is more police, I guess. But apparently they did that because in the original... Uh, the 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 silver sheen was reflecting the camera a lot, sure, so they yeah. were like, "We got to find a we got to find a hue that 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 doesn't do that." So. Yeah, absolutely. But then again, they fixed it in three. So they did. Yeah. So it's blue. You're saying, mm. and they harvested a bunch of materials to give it that specific color. I would never say that. Is what you're saying. I would never say. Okay, that, that's all right. That's all right. Okay, here's some good moments that I like though. The moment where he's ambushed in the factory and they just pull him apart. Yeah. And then he's a a wiggling bust. Yeah, I love a, all of that. That's right. Really good animatronic face on that I as agree. well. I agree, yeah, yeah, because initially you're like, how'd they do that? Fully artificial guy, That's I right, guess. yeah. But it's interesting, why why didn't they just kill him? I guess to prove that they're the new bosses of, of yeah. Detroit or that something. That they could if, you know, if they wanted to. Probably should have. Yeah, they should have, because he mm. came back and fucking Robocoped them all. <laughs> he Robocoped the heck out of all. Well, Robocop 2 really Robocoped the heck out of most of them. <laughs> It's true. Oh, that's another thing they took out in the version that I saw. Uh, Robocop 2 just rocking his girlfriend's head back and forth like it's in a paint shaker. They cut that out for the TV version. Let me tell you. <laughs> You're not wrong. Uh, I think I think the new directives that he has, that's a fun idea. That is a fun just idea, Just bogged yeah. down in corporate bureaucracy where he's completely ineffective. I think he has some funny, like some funny comedic moments, and I yes. think Peter Weller really sells those. Where that guy's dead and he's like holding the corpse and yeah, giving yeah. him a talking to. And then he does the, he does the quick robo double take. <laughs> yeah. That is great, yeah. Uh, I think... The fact that they made the CEO in this just flat out evil makes mm. sense because he would be. He yeah. runs this corporation. That's right. I feel like maybe in Robocop 1 we saw his one good week. Yes. You know, and the rest of it he's mostly like yeah. Robocop 2. Yeah. Exactly. I love that one of the gags is just a little league baseball team. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's fun. That's sort of reminiscent of the Warriors kind of Definitely, thing. Definitely, yeah. No? So there was also a big concern from audiences and Siskel and Ebert that the boy who was put in this. Hob the, is his name. Yes, that violent little boy mm. was put there intentionally to appeal to kids in a movie that's not a kid's movie, that, that the oh, news I of this see, boy right. would filter down to them. Okay, you can be killed by Robocop. <laughs> if you work hard in the drug trade, maybe one day a Robocop will machine gun you. Robocop 2 in this particular case. And you'll yeah. die in a big pile of money. And isn't that what you want, kids? <laughs> Absolutely. I think also there's a moment in this where, you know, he gets his groove back, a.k.a. he shoots a bunch of people, including that guy, through the eye. Yeah. But that's when I realised watching this that the pace in this is fucked. Like, the first one is so tight. Mm, yeah, yeah. There's not a wasted second. And in that moment, I was like, oh, this is kind of like the end. Mm. And it's an hour in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it does definitely pick up because after that, there's a great moment where Robocop is on the front of a truck and he's getting like ground against the wall and he's riding a motorbike and all of that. That's really good. And it definitely picks up when when Kane Cop turns up and, (laughs) you know, as that horrible... Top heavy stop motion monstrosity. Yeah, there's a moment there, of course. They've so so um, so the plot of this one, of course, is that they can't they they haven't found a replacement for Robocop. You know, Alex Murphy's the only cop that can that can be. He's the only man thus far that can be transformed into a Robocop and not immediately kill himself. I think he was just shot the right way by accident. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, and so they've got to find one. And 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 Doctor Fax. Yeah. Uh, she she comes to the conclusion that perhaps the she's great by the way. She's pretty Australian, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she comes to the conclusion that. 
um, perhaps what they should be doing is looking outside of the police force and they mm. decide instead to use uh, drug kingpin Kane yes. to turn into a Robocop. And um, his brain is removed from his body and it's popped into this thing. And so how p- people in his circle can recognise him is the helmet <laughs> pops open and a big TV pops out with like a 1990s like sub-max headroom yeah. CGI version of his face. Lawnmower man and it, and it pops open and, and, he, and his girlfriend gets a good look at it and goes, oh my God, it's you. And it's like, are you, you kidding me? It could be anybody. <laughs> It'd be anybody on earth. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Mm. It's not the best use of CGI in a movie. No. But I think it gets the point across. Sure, sure, sure. That he's a face on a TV or whatever. Mm. And he loves drugs because he needs drugs to, to be the... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Robocop or whatever. But I don't think he's got any interest in being in the Robocop because there's a big final fight at the end. And this is, I feel, like the pinnacle of this blend of live action and stop motion. Or it's go motion. Go motion is when you add that kind of motion blur to Ah, it. Ah, I see. Which Phil Tippett worked on this, and that was the original idea for the first Jurassic Park because the idea to do that on computers was, like, ludicrous, you Mm. know, making dinosaurs that way. Yeah, they'd look like Max Headroom. They'd look like Max Headroom, exactly. But the idea was this time, as you mentioned, to make him more intimidating, like a powerful version of Edward 209. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think it's, it's a little busy, but mm-hmm. I think intentionally, right? Yeah, like, right. Uh-huh. And it's supposed to be top heavy, like a bodybuilder with skinny little legs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know, he can he can navigate the world, and he is clearly built very efficiently for murder. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. got all of that right. And there's the moment where Robocop jumps. Speaking of, you know, finally like composited action. Yeah. There's the moment where Robocop jumps onto his back, 
and it swaps from I guess a guy in a like a you know a stuntman RoboCop suit to the stop motion. Yeah, like it's real, like yeah, it's, it's seamless. It's really great. So yeah, there was a stop motion RoboCop as well. Mm-hmm. When they're in the frame together, but kind of at a distance, it's reprojection uh-huh. with stop motion in front of it. And they also built like a like the upper torso of Kane when he's like on the top and like pulling his brain out and whatever. Yeah, right. So yeah, they used different elements and the hands and whatnot, the different mm-hmm. hands that he has. Mm-hmm. He goes, clank, clank, clank. I'm going to twist your head. Apparently <laughs> she could really do that. You know that bit? They apparently yes. stop motioned that in real life. Really? Yeah. I saw that on Adam Savage's YouTube channel where they interviewed Phil Tippett. So yeah, they just did it frame by frame and apparently she could like contort her head like that. Wow. Yeah, pretty incredible, okay. right? Oh, also the bit where, speaking of stuff removed from the TV version, the bit where uh, they take Kane's brain out and then they just show him his face, like <laughs> yeah. the, what's left of his skull. They've taken his entire head yeah. off and they're like, what do we do with this? Chuck yeah. it in the bin, I guess. Sure. I don't know. We got God. this TV. Don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah. Anyways, there's a couple of versions of this before we got here. Mm. And I'm going to talk about the original one after we do some trivia. But let's get into specifically the comic book creator and creator in general, Frank Miller, because he showed up on set every day during filming even though he was not required to. And you might be like, why was that? Well, it's because he wrote this version of the script, some of it to a point. So you were going to say he wrote Batman Year One. Yeah, no, <laughs> he's did. like, I deserve to be yeah. here. <laughs> you read that? It's great. <laughs> I'll show up wherever I want. I'll hand out copies. That's fair. So Paul Verhoeven wasn't interested in coming back. Mm. He went on to Total Recall after the first one. But director Alex Cox was asked to direct Robocop 2, but he turned it down. He greatly disliked the original screenplay by Frank Miller. And in an interview with The Guardian, he said, Unlike the original Robocop, which trod a path between right-wing politics and left-wing irony, Miller's script was reactionary and obnoxious. Pitting its robot police hero against homeless people, no wonder he is so popular with the Hollywood one percenters. Oh, Ooh. sick burn. I've got more sick burns though. Oh yeah. Michael Medeus, who played Katso, the Elvis-looking one in the gang, recalls Irvin Kirshner. Uh, by the way, Irvin Kirshner came in to direct this like three weeks before it started. It's the last movie he ever did. He directed, if you don't know, Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. pretty incredible. There's nothing wrong with the direction of this, by the way. Like, no. In fact, I think it starts out really strong. You know the sequence at the start where the, the there's a woman collecting cans and then a trolley gets hit by a car yep. and then a guy comes to rob her and then a couple of women on the street, they beat him up yep. and then the, the building behind them explodes. It's like a real Rube Goldberg yeah. device of just urban decay. I just thought it was a delightful. perpetual motion machine of crime <laughs> happening. That's exactly right, yeah. <laughs> Also, just side note, mm. there's just a just just a just a teddy boy looking Elvis guy in the gang, <laughs> yep. and they've got Elvis's bones. Yeah, man, they've got Elvis's bones. Okay, great, pretty cool, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess. I mean, that's what the kids want, isn't it? They love. Hey, dead kids, Elvis. if you work really hard in the drug trade, <laughs> you can get Elvis's bones <laughs> and be machine gunned by a Robocop. Absolutely. So the actor who plays Katzo recalls that Irvin Kirshner was literally ripping pages from the script every morning, calling it awful, while screenwriter Frank Miller would look on mournfully. Probably why Miller was there. He's got <laughs> some sort of shaming kink or whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Miller, this sucks. Oh, does it? <laughs> Tell me how bad it sucks. <laughs> Peter Weller criticised the script, saying it lacked the spine and the soul of the original. I mean, it's got a spine. That's true. It's we in saw a jar. It. Yeah. Weller tried to convince Frank Miller, Irvin Kirshner, and the film's producers that the third act needed a morality angle instead of being just a shoot 'em up. 
But the producers felt the battle between Robocop and Robocop 2 was sufficient. Mm, probably because of the big guns and such. Yeah, that's probably it, yeah. Mm. So the final version of this was heavily rewritten and only bears superficial resemblance to Miller's story. But in 2003, you'd know this, Miller's screenplay was adapted into a comic book series titled Frank Miller's Robot Cop. That's He's right. the other one. It's me and Frank Miller who call him <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Robot Cop. That was uh-huh. one of the big changes that Irvin Kirshner mm. was doing. Oh, you had to keep ripping the T <laughs> off the top of every <laughs> script page. That's right. God damn it, Miller. Yeah. Now, because of all that that I just did, I've only got one piece of trivia. You oh, know? yeah. We've got to keep it brief. We've got to keep this video tight. Okay. We've got to keep, we've got to keep everybody involved in the video. You know what I mean? Yeah, I understand. If it goes too long, if I say explain something at length mm. and people aren't interested, they might drop off. That's so we're, exactly we're, right. We're trying to, just listen, we're trying to avoid that here. Okay. okay? All right? Okay. So if you have anything to say, think about it properly before you say it because we'd hate people to drop off. If one of us is this some sort of producer style scam where you want people to drop off? What's happening? Okay, so this section's called Trivia Cop Two. Bang! While displaying Robocop's new directives at the police station, the cable plugged into his head is actually a water supply coupling for a toilet. Nice. I hope it actually is because uh, that would explain a lot of Robocop, just filled mm. with toilet water, just sloshing around <laughs> in this mean streets of Detroit. Glug glug. Now, the original, original film of this, mm-hmm. Edward Newmeyer and Michael Miner were immediately approached by the studio for a possible sequel. Because they scripted the original? Correct, All yes. Right. They had a very rough outline for a movie called Robocop Corporate Wars. Got the title right, that's oh, good. Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah. So in this draft, Robocop was to be shot and pulverised to metallic dust by a cannon in the very beginning. <laughs> An old-timey Civil War cannon? That's right. Mm-hmm. He would be resurrected 24... 24- Where'd you even get that? <laughs> He said. I don't know, it's next to Elvis's bones. Makes sense. <laughs> Why would those two things be together? A history museum, I don't know. Yeah. He would be resurrected 25 years later in an even more dystopian future, if you can imagine, Mason, where he becomes a pawn in the struggle between an all-powerful corporation, the government, and an impoverished population. And here's a fun little twist. Yep. He falls in love with Detroit City's computer. Mmm, that's hot stuff. That is hot stuff. And it's it- a girl. <laughs> You can tell because it's a regular computer, but it's got a pretty bow on it. That is cool. Mm. So you might have seen this in live action because this bears a striking resemblance to the pilot episode of the first Robocop television series from 1994. I have seen it. It's bad. Yeah, it's not great. Look, we're not going to look at those this time around, Mm. but if they ever get around to making Robocop returns, we probably will. And speaking of, in 2019, it was announced that Newmeyer and Meyer's rough draft would be the basis of Robocop Returns, which is an alternate sequel to Robocop 1987 and ignores everything afterwards. The Halloween in it. That's right. Mm. Now, this is the last time that Peter Weller played Robocop in live action. Mm, That's right. Voicing him in the new video game that's coming out. Mm, you voiced he, him in Mortal Kombat 11. Exactly. So I feel like with what happened with Indiana Jones 5 and Michael Keaton returning as Batman, I'd imagine the studios are rethinking that at the moment. Mm. I would love to see it. Mm. I would love to see it. but I would like to see him in another... Like if, if we're doing the sequel, I would like to see him in another role, like maybe he's the mayor of Detroit or something. They sure. put him back in a human body somehow. You yeah, know, Just okay. give him a nice little appearance like that. I think that'd be a bit of fun. But then at the end, he becomes Robocop, yeah? Then, be, then at the end, he becomes Robocop and, and he teams up with new Robocop and then he passes the torch and he's like, you're just as good a Robocop as me, which is why we'll do a sequel to this. <laughs> you know, and they, they shake robot hands. If we're allowed the, to. That's the only way you can do it these days. Yeah, you might you know? be right. Yeah. Passing also, the torch. Also, there's a 
girl Robocop. Oh my god. There's a team of girl Robocops. You can tell because they have a little bow on top of their <laughs> robot helmets. Perfect. We're Miss Pac-Man in it. <laughs> now, the box office for this, on a 14 million budget, the US box office return was 45.7, which is okay. Mm. The international numbers for this are not really around. Yeah, you had a you had a, you had a quick squeeze. You couldn't find them. Yeah, I, it was more than a quick squeeze. I did my proper research, Mason. Did you sign up for IMDb Pro? No, I didn't, but I don't want to do that. It's, I pro- bet it's right there. It's probably not there. It's, folks, if, you, if you're watching this and you are signed up to IMDb Pro, please click one thing and we'll know. Don't sign up if you haven't, mm. only if you already have, and That's I will right. put it in the comments. Mm. So, yeah. Anyways... We're going to get back to the real RoboCop sequel, RoboCop 3, the one where he gets a jetpack. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, so that will be next week. And if you want to see that early, which, uh, excuse me, why wouldn't you? That's right. You can actually head over to bigsandwich.co, where guess what? What? Well, Mason, we do bonus podcasts. Oh. We do movie commentaries. Oh, yeah. We do video game Let's Plays. Yeah. We're going to be playing some RoboCop that is going to blow your dick off. <laughs> Just like RoboCop did. To that Love guy. That. Mm, yeah. That's right. That, was that, did that sound inappropriate? No. Okay, cool. Because I feel like in the context of Robocop, that's fine. Mm. But if I had have said it outside of that context. If somebody has started this video and then immediately skipped to this moment, <laughs> they'd probably find it a bit weird. But in context, I yeah. think it's probably Okay, fine. perfect. So that's bigsandwich.co, where also our podcast, The Weekly Planet, where we talk movies and comics and TV shows, that comes out there early on Sunday as opposed to Monday. But if you just want to subscribe and whatever, that's also fine, you know? That's right. Yeah. All right. Uh, great. Great. <laughs> great. Do you think this is the only movie where Robocop reloads? Apparently it is. Yeah, right. At least of these ones. What he bought that friggin' gun got? Yeah. Apes. We'll see on the reboot, I guess. He probably does in the reboot because you want him tactical. Yeah, absolutely. You yeah, want yeah, him yeah, John yeah. Wick in a room, you know? Mm, that's right, you bet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, thank you to Ben and Lawrence for the edit. Thanks, guys. And Grab that jammy, guys. We'll see you next week. I said and, and but I, it's going to sound bad in the edit, okay. but it's fine. Great. This is the end of the video now. Wow. It's an embarrassing end for you. If this is the last video we ever do, like if you're Robocop in the street <laughs> or something, what an ignoble end for you, maybe, James. Maybe they'll turn me into some kind of Robocop YouTuber. They'll turn you into a vending machine. That's fine too. <laughs> Come get a can. <laughs> Come get a can, everyone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.